0: Hey everybody, welcome into the Financial Answer this week with Nathan O'Brien and myself. We're going to talk investing statistics, but don't worry, it's actually kind of cool. Hang tight <laughs> with us as we get don't into that. Don't fall asleep Don't yet. fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, buddy? How you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Doing, doing awesome. Excited. Just got back from uh, Montana and caught some awesome trout up there. I know. It was a great pictures. trip. It yeah, cool. it was a great trip. We had a good time. So Gorgeous up there. Love it. Love it. Yeah. It is beautiful. Yeah. yeah so you caught beautiful. you a bull trout i did yeah first one ever they're they're kind of endangered not not really endangered in uh-huh. america uh but they're they're just a rare you can't they're target dwindling. them is what they call it yeah okay. so you can't really go after that fish and and i wasn't uh just happened to catch one and yeah. uh got a nice pick with it it was awesome it no you do really catch cool release to anyway that. too right? yeah so I you definitely back, catch yeah. release and uh, up in Canada they're they're i guess overrunning the population in Canada but in America they're not I th- we yeah. think all of our farmers kind of Took a hit against them back in the 40s and 50s and just tried to get them all out of the rivers. But I anyway, you. so that's why that's what happened. So they, right they I mean, kind of cool.
0: bulldozed the other, uh, other yeah. trouts, so yeah. kind of, hence the name. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, as I mentioned, uh, we're going to jump into some statistics. That's a tough one to say sometimes <laughs> statistics. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to knock this out real quick. We'll keep this kind of short and sweet. But I wanted to ask you, and I'm sure you may have read this, but if not, we're going to go over it. Vanguard did a recent uh, annual report called How America Saves. Yeah, and uh, it had some pretty interesting facts. So it's a you know big giant long thing. So I just kind of dwindled it down to a few things I thought okay. might be interesting. Right. Yeah, uh, to get your take on some of this stuff and share it with our listening audience. So the study shows that seventy eight percent of investors use target date funds in their four hundred one k's. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big number, seventy eight percent. Yeah, uh, with fifty four percent using just target date funds and oh, yeah. nothing wow. else. So two things. What's your take on a target date fund in general? And do you think this is an appropriate choice for this many people?
1: Yeah. So, so target date funds can be good. Okay. So they're, you know, they're basically they're they're designed for a specific retirement date. So if you're going to retire, let's say, for example, I'm going to retire at 62. So I'm 42 now. So 20 years from now. Okay. That's an example. And so we look at a target date fund, that's a 2040 fund. So That's what we would do, and the fund will be aggressive right now because I've got 20 years until I retire, but then as I get toward that retirement date, a lot closer to that retirement date, it's going to be more and more conservative, okay? Um, So, and that's the goal. Now, some target date funds don't work like that, but that's how vanguards work. All right. And so they're good. I like that. I like how they allocate those things. They manage that appropriately. They manage your risk level based on your time horizon. That's great. I love that idea. It's fantastic. The problem I have with them, especially for the ones that are only using target date funds, is they're called, they're what's called market cap weighted funds. Okay. Um, Do you know what that is, Mark? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. So a market cap weighted fund is just, it's going to be really heavily focused on the largest companies out there. So like your Apples and Facebooks and Amazons and all of those. So it's going to have a big heavy weighting in those. And then as you get to other companies that are owned in the portfolio, there's just a much smaller percentage of the portfolio that's in that. Uh, So that can be an issue because you can have a lot of risk in those large caps and if the large caps don't do good that's a problem you know so i like target date funds we typically will build that, build a portfolio for a client in a, in you know in their company 401k we'll build it using a target date fund if they have that but then we'll throw in some small caps and some value stocks and things like that to just help diversify it much better
0: now and a lot of things about target date funds, I think a bit of a misnomer and correct me if I'm wrong here, Nathan, but uh, you know, they're supposed to reduce the risk as we get closer to retirement, right? Which yeah. is one of the reasons we all kind of, it's easy to pick for one thing. It makes it easier. Right. And then they're yeah. supposed to be lower, but they don't really go as low as people might think. Typically it's 60, 40, even that's down right. to as close as five years. And then maybe it's 50, 50.
1: Yeah. That's, that's typically what happens is they go down to about a 50, 50 allocation around that retirement date for So for the example, I use this a 2040, uh, date. So mm-hmm. it's going to be about half stocks and half bonds. But with Vanguard, another reason why I do like Vanguard is over that next seven year time frame after that target retirement date, Vanguard goes even further and says, we're going to go down to a 30% stock allocation, 70% in bonds, okay. which is their income portfolio is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And so it does fit. But now you have to pay attention to this for, because your, your company may not use Vanguard. They may use American funds or Fidelity or someone else um, for those target date retirement funds. So you've got to really look at that and make sure that the fund is doing what you want because every target date fund is not managed the same. Okay. So if it's a 2040 fund, it can be very different among mutual fund companies. And that's where people get hurt, Mark. Okay. You know, that, yeah.
0: I got you. Well, that makes sense. And that's one of the reasons I want to dive into that. So you can kind of dissect that for us. So yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly appreciate that information. Uh, now, also in this report for the 2020 calendar year. And by the way, this How America Saves, folks, was uh, a lot of data from 2019 and obviously just the first quarter or so of 2020 based on just when they put the report out, then of course. Nothing's
1: any different now than it was back then. Yeah, exactly. Not at all. (laughs) Uh,
0: But uh, it did say 74% of all Vanguard 401k plans offer a Roth option but only yeah. 12% of people actually participated. Is this a oh, missed opportunity?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've we've spent trillions this year um, as a government. And so, you know, we're going to have to pay that back at some point. And, th- you know, one of the ways they can do that is through higher taxes. And so you can... Definitely reduce those tax rates in the future by uh, or even eliminate those by using a Roth option in your 401k. Look, tax rates are lower than they've ever been in history right now. We've talked about that on the show quite a bit. And so take advantage of that. If you're saving for your retirement, it's a great opportunity to do that. So take advantage of that Roth 401k option. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I, we've said it a million times on here, so I won't belabor that point too much, but the Roths are certainly a valuable piece in there. All right. Um, Just uh, let me, let me yeah, throw in go, something go here
1: because this is a little confusing for people sometimes. So okay. uh, if your company matches and you do a Roth 401k, your company match does not go in the Roth portion. Okay, It goes into the regular 401k option because the company is getting a tax deduction for what they're giving you, for what they're matching. And so you're going to have some in that, if they match anyway, you're going to have some in a regular 401k and then your contributions can be in the Roth 401k option. So you'll have two buckets to draw from later on, which is great. It gives you more more opportunities, again, more diversification with your choices for tax purposes in the future.
0: Right. Okay. Well, great, great information to have as well. So that's something I think a lot of people uh, might miss. So thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, In the 10 years, according to this report, Nathan, between 2010 and 2020, the number of people holding company stock in their 401k dropped by 16%. So basically they're saying that owning your, the place you work for yeah, uh, what, yeah, holding their own stock, people started lowering that. What's the reason for that? And do you think that's a good positive trend?
1: Well, I, I have no idea what the reason is, but that's awesome. I think um, that people are holding less of that company stock because, you know, diversification is your friend. You don't want to, you know, spend thirty, forty years at a company and have ninety percent of your retirement in that company stock, and then. Something happened, you know. The CEO right. does something crazy or whatever, and and the stock goes to zero right before your retirement. That's a really easy way to blow up your career, you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so definitely GE diversify, or any, any yeah. Places, yeah. That's right. That's right. So uh, diversification is your friend. Do that. That's the best thing to do. If you know, really, the only reason I would ever buy company stock is if you got it at a big discount mm-hmm. and then you could sell it maybe a year or two later and, you know, and, and diversify it. So um, that makes sense in that case, potentially. Um, and, but- I, and I
0: get that people, and I think maybe what we're seeing is this reduction is for that reason, hopefully, because, and, and there has been, yeah. and this is, again, yeah. a lot of this data is from last year when, when everything was super swimmingly good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. So it's good to really see that in those high times, not necessarily a COVID related, yeah. you know, kind of thing. But to your point, like just even if you're you know totally enamored and totally in love with your company and you work for you know what you know is just an, a, an amazing blue chip great company, it's just never wise like anything right to have just too right. much of your uh, future life because not only eggs uh, in one basket. Yeah, I and mean, that's what grandma it comes told us. To. Right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and you you know you're not disloyal to the company right, by selling right. that stock. You're just doing what's prudent for you. For so, you, yeah. Yeah, do that and, and make sure that your retirement is protected.
0: Well, wasn't that kind of, in a way, that kind of the case with the guy a few weeks back who dumped a lot of Tesla stock, which started a yeah. bit of that uh, tech fall for a few days we saw maybe about that's a exactly month ago. Right. He yeah, was like, look, exactly I'm just right. overweighted in Tesla. You know? <laughs>
1: because it's it's quadrupled in the past year. Right, you know? so he so rebalanced. He was, yeah. it's just a rebalance. Smart. Yep. Great thing to do.
0: Just he yeah. had so much. It just caused a bit of a ripple in the market. That's all. Yep, but we yeah. get, most of us can't do that.
1: <laughs> most of us don't have that problem. That's yeah, correct. We don't have that power. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. One more here I think we can do okay. on these investing statistics from right. uh, Vanguard. In the 2019 calendar year, 3% of 401k participants took a hardship Uh, Withdrawal from their 401k. Now this is interesting. Mm. This is 2019. No, not COVID. Okay, right. 2019. Three percent took a hardship withdrawal. This was just up a hair from the two percent in 2018. Uh, Have you ever recommended to anyone to take the hardship withdrawal from their 401k? And and is it something that's logical to do? for anybody? Is it only specific circumstances and just, you know, just in general, what's your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah. I'm I'm really surprised that the number is that low. I thought it would kind of be a little higher than that three, two or 3% range there, but uh, I'm okay. sure it's much higher than that this year. For 2020. But, yeah. 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 Definitely with people losing jobs and things. and And that's when I would recommend it. You know, yes, I have recommended that in the past to some individuals. Okay. And so if you lose a job, that's, what it's for you know you can take it out and if unemployment is not enough to meet your expenses at that point or mm-hmm. whatever which it probably isn't and it may be now because right, of the yeah. extra but <laughs> typically it's not enough there so you can you know take it out and do those things so major emergencies okay now buying a boat is not an emergency or even replacing the roof on your house is not a major emergency Uh. like that so it's major things that you know are are life-changing events that happen so yes take it out in that reason if you have to but you know just to buy a boat just to pay off the car just to pay off the house even is more than likely not a good idea for taking a hardship distribution from your. 401k. Is there some
0: parameters in that with a hardship withdrawal? I'm assuming that there there probably is. Is there any kind of? Anything we need to know? Like, what is it? I suppose.
1: Yeah, it typically is going to only allow you to do up to fifty thousand dollars for okay. those kind of things. Oh, um, that's and, right. Or, so during cares, yeah.
0: that's when they bumped it to a hundred.
1: That's right. Okay, right. Yeah. It's during COVID now. It's at a hundred, but right now it's our typically it's at fifty thousand. Uh, there's penalties, you know, and and taxes of course with that. Now this year, just taxes are doing that. There's no penalties on any withdrawal from four hundred one ks or uh, retirement accounts this year right but that's hopefully not going to be the case forever um, so that's basically you know what's going on with it the rules and everything do you have to prove uh, hardship can, or anything uh yeah you're gonna have to you know so, so not, necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily not necessarily it depends on the 401k oh, provider okay. mm-hmm. um, so not necessarily to the 401k provider but you do to the irs Um, Definitely. So one or the other for sure is going to require that. So there's going to be some type of, you know, documentation that you've got to provide. And so I have a client that unfortunately this just happened to because of some major medical expenses that they had. And Mm -hmm. so they had to take out a pretty large distribution to cover those things. And, um, you know, in his company, in that case, um, had him fill out the documentation ahead of time, submit medical records and things like that, um, just to So they would have some kind of proof on it.
0: Right. I got you. Okay. Okay. So that was some pretty interesting stuff from this report and uh, from Vanguard, how America saves. And I'm sure you can find that online if you'd like to go look for it. Uh, But it's, uh, it just had a lot of breakdowns. And then again, this is for Vanguard. So uh, it was kind of interesting just to see some of these stats, but I think in general, if you, Find yourself with a lot of questions, and if certainly, and we're in mid October here, so the leaves are yeah. changing, it's beautiful outside, yeah, it uh, but is. we're also, you know, two weeks away from, you know, who knows what uh, is going to happen. <laughs> uh, so, uh, from still not knowing, From probably. still possibly, probably not <laughs> knowing for another month, right? Exactly. That's right. So if, you, if you're if you definitely on the fence about some things or you find yourself getting really antsy, please, before you take any action, before you wholesale jump out of something or wholesale jump into something, please check with a qualified professional like Nathan. Before you take any action, if you don't have a plan, get one. It's not too late. Uh, have that chat. Have that conversation. Many people say that, you know, uh, what happened earlier this year, basically it's almost completely back from what happened back in March. Yeah. Uh, from a market Markets standpoint are, yeah. right from a market yeah. standpoint almost like a golf mulligan if you will but you know there's a <laughs> lot of uncertainty about the election what may happen coming forward so again if you have questions or concerns reach out to somebody like Nathan he's a registered investment advisor he's a chartered uh, retirement planning counselor so just give him a call get on his calendar let him know you need to chat at 85551 coach if you're already a client great we certainly appreciate you listening to the podcast but maybe you've got a friend or family member who could benefit from the message as well let them know to reach out to Nathan or have them check out the podcast podcast. podcast. Go to thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. You can find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that stuff, all right from the website. Easy way to do it. Or of course, you could just type in the financial answer on whatever podcasting platform app you like, and it should pop up and you can subscribe to it that way. That way you get new episodes as they come out and all that good jazz. So I think with that, Nathan, we're going to wrap it up this week, my friend. I hope you have yourself a good good week, and and, uh, I'm glad you had a great trip, man.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. hope everyone has a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Stay safe and sane, and we'll see you next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Again, if you need some help, you got some questions, he's your local investor coach here in the Hub City, so call him at 855-51-COACH.